0: going to be talking about the new moon in Cancer tonight. And this is a super moon as well. We'll talk a little bit about what that means. If you're brand new to this circle, whether you're live or checking out the recording, if you're brand new to the moon, we'll talk about new moon energy just in general and how that affects us. And then we'll talk about cancer, cancer season, which we're in right now, and also this cancer moon and how that's affecting us. I do also bring in information on the Vedic astrology of this moon, and I always do a tarot reading. I'm not sure what else we're going to bring into the circle tonight. I just like to let spirit guide me, but I welcome you here. And we're going to start with a nice deep breath. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, we are officially going to get started with our new moon circle tonight. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Welcome to The Circle. I am at home right now. My office is being remodeled, so my wall doesn't look like it normally does, but we're working on it. We're getting there. And I'm just happy to have you here in my space and in this Circle tonight. We're gonna be talking about the new moon in Cancer tonight, and this is a super moon as well. We'll talk a little bit about what that means. If you're brand new to this circle, whether you're live or checking out the recording, if you're brand new to the moon, we'll talk about new moon energy just in general and how that affects us. And then we'll talk about cancer, cancer season, which we're in right now, and also this cancer moon and how that's affecting us. I do also bring in information on the Vedic astrology of this moon, and I always do a tarot reading. I'm not sure what else we're going to bring into the circle tonight. I just like to let spirit guide me, but I welcome you here. And we're going to start with a nice, deep breath. So wherever you are, I want you to sit nice and tall If it's not safe for you to close your eyes, obviously don't. But if you can close your eyes, go ahead and close your eyes. And just deep breath in through the nose. Deep open mouth, exhale out. Noise or not, just let it go. And again, keep those eyes closed. Another deep breath in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Shake it out if you need to. You can blink your eyes open if you'd like. I always like to fan my arms overhead as well. Inhale overhead, open mouth, exhale to ground. Always starting our circle with a few deep breaths to settle in, clear your mind, you know, breathe away any distracting thoughts and just be here in this moment and what this energy has to offer us. I'm gonna go ahead and bring in our five elements. I wanna get started right away today. I'm gonna try to keep this circle as close to an hour as possible in the spirit of it being a Cancer moon. Cancer is the sign of the mother. I've been really trying to dedicate a lot of time to my family today. So I'm gonna try to keep this at an hour if I can. And I'm so happy that you're here joining in. We are going to start by bringing in the five elements. Now, this is something I do every circle. And if you don't have these elements, totally cool. If you do, you can bring them into your circle now, or you could bring them into your own um, ceremonial spaces any other time that you're not with this recording. Um, If you don't have these elements, it's okay. You're actually receiving the energy of these elements through the ether, through the way that we're connected right now, because this ether space um, actually withstands the concept of space and time. So everything I'm bringing into our circle now, you're going to receive that energy as well. I'm gonna start first with what I'm wearing tonight. So these are um, beads. There's a combination of pearl and rudraksha beads on here. There you go, nice and close can see those brown Rudraksha beads and then the pearls reflecting. And this moon in Vedic astrology is in the lunar mansion of Ardra Nakshatra. We're going to talk about that later, but know that this lunar mansion is ruled by Rudra and the Rudraksha bead symbolizes that Rudra energy. So we'll talk about that. Um, I also like to bring in the energy of pearl right now because we're in Cancer moon on the western side of the world and cancer is the sign of the mother or the womb and both of those energies are represented by pearls. So you could bring in pearl energy tonight or rude rudraksha, um, both great things to bring into your circle. And then selenite because this cancer new moon, cancer energy is ruled by the moon. So bring in some moonstone, bring in some selenite, Oh, and I've got a big one. (laughs) I've got this beautiful selenite egg. And again, this is kind of representing that concept of the womb or the mother or just the new moon and new beginnings or this moon being ruled um, by the moon the moon being ruled by the moon, if that makes sense. It's a very moony moon. Um, So yeah, so I'm just going to bring this egg up close to you. You can take in this selenite. You know, selenite is a master healer crystal and it charges us. We don't have to actually ever charge it under the moon. We can simply just use this crystal to charge our other crystals or we could use it to charge up ourselves. Sometimes when we're in new moon energy, we feel a little bit more tired. Um, That is due to the position of the moon um, being you know where it is so right now if I was um, my human self was the earth and then we had the Sun over here on one side we would also have the moon on that same side as the Sun and so we tend to be more on the earthly side of things and we're um, connected to Earth's gravity and actually Earth's gravity is a little bit stronger and so anytime we're feeling more pulled down to the earth we're a little bit more tired or we might feel slightly heavier in our body or unmotivated um also energetically we could feel low frequency so if you need to charge yourself up either just energetically or emotionally, or you need to raise your vibration right now, you could bring some selenite into your um, ceremonial practices or just into your spaces right now. And it doesn't have to be a big giant piece like this. Luckily, selenite is pretty inexpensive, pretty affordable, so you can get some pretty good pieces. I think that I only paid like I think I paid like 30 bucks for this. It wasn't that bad. So, you know, you can do little pieces of selenite, big pieces, whatever you have called to, but a great one to work with also with this new moon. Now, I also bring in the earth element of some sort of smudging material. Now, honestly, if I would have had mugwort tonight, that would have been my smudging material of choice. So if you do have dried mugwort, I highly suggest burning that. That connects you to that maternal feminine mother energy. If you, It also connects you to the womb, by the way. It can be a really cleansing thing for your womb. But if you don't have any mugwort, any other sort of dried material could do dried roses, dried lavender, dried rosemary, or like I'm using tonight, dried white sage. Now you can see from this, we've been using this one for a while if you've been tuning into my moon circles. I actually use this one everywhere I go when I cleanse spaces and do Reiki with um, spaces. Um, I always bring in this smudging. Bundle that's now fallen apart, it's kind of a smudging pile. But I just don't want this white sage to go to waste. So, you know, we want to talking about you know this mother energy of the Cancer new moon, and you know, talking about honoring our mother, honoring our mother earth, and making sure that we're being, um, you know, ethical and we're using sustainable products in our practices, and that you know, we're not. Um, sourcing in places that we shouldn't. So this white sage, number one, I think I've had this for a year. I'm going to use it until it burns out, even if it's falling apart. But I get this from a very reliable source. I know that she gets it from a very ethical source. I know that we're not harvesting um, illegally off of indigenous land or anything like that. And I also just maybe want to mention the concept of cultural appropriation with smudging as well. Many people believe that using White sage could be uh, cultural appropriation. I personally don't feel like that, considering that I source ethically. I know where everything's coming from. And then many people don't know this about me, but um, on both sides of my family, talking about our ancestral lineage tonight, um, both of my great-grandmothers on both my father and grandmother's side were full-blood Native American um, or full-blood Indigenous tribes. So I'm Choctaw and Creek. Um, And I've always felt called to smudge for some reason. I don't know why. It's just something I felt naturally called to do. So we're going to combine this white sage with fire, the element of fire. And we're going to bring in the element of air or wind or what we'll start to soon see as smoke. There it is. Ooh, and it's burning tonight, so y'all need to cleanse because I... oh goodness. I think that's the most... That's a, That whole stick just lit up. It's like glowing. Look at that. <laughs> I've been using this bundle for a lot of moon circles. It's never done that. I also used this bundle earlier today to smudge... Or yesterday to smudge my house. Y'all need it. So we're going to bring in some extra air to lighten up the mood, lighten up the air. We're going to bring in this eagle feather... And I'm just gonna gonna bring that smoke to you, Moon Sisters and Moon Brothers, because I think you need it tonight. So great thing again about the ether, you can receive this cleansing smoke, and the smoke is purifying our spaces, the technology that I'm using. I'm gonna bring it around myself really quick to smudge. And it's interesting when you use smudging smoke, because you can kind of pay attention to the smoke, And really notice the energy there. So I notice when I bring it to me, I have less smoke. And that's because I've done a lot of cleansing. Watch what happens when I bring this to you. I don't want to try to influence it in any way. It's going to increase. See it? It's hard to show it. There you go. Burning strong. And then again, just watch. I'm not going to try to influence it. I'm just going to bring it to me. And you're going to watch that smoke lighten. It's almost like I can barely even see the trail of smoke anymore as I bring it closer. Can you see any smoke? Okay, I'm going to bring it back to you one more time. This is always a fun little bit. It's actually burnt out now. We'll see if there's anything left. Bring the eagle feather in. A little bit. <laughs> Whew, I say I'm gonna be here an hour, and then y'all need me to smudge you for like five minutes. <laughs> so bring in that power of air. And then also bringing in the power of water. So I always suggest having water with you, drinking lots of water with the new moon. New moons are a time of new beginnings. It's the beginning of the lunar cycle. Our moon cycles every 29 and a half ish days. We're on day one today with this new moon in Cancer. And it's a new beginning. So it's a good time to flush out and to detox. So I highly suggest drinking a lot of water. But you could also bring in the energy of water through your essential oil oils have my window open. It's a little noisy outside. Um, so the power of essential oils, the power of aromatherapy because these oils are steam distilled so they behold the power of water and earth. A little bit of that plant energy as well. I love using essential oils in aromatherapy because you know this is highly concentrated energy that can really uplift our frequency and with this watery Cancer moon we're in our watery fields. You know we're in these spaces of just kind of feeling things right now and we might be feeling low frequency. because of gravity pulling us down with the new moon. So good time to uplift your frequency. Do a little emotional alchemy with the power of essential oils. So the first oil I would suggest is myrrh. And I'm not even going to take the cap off of this. Myrrh is the oil of the mother. Again, I mentioned that this Cancer Moon, Cancer Energy, is sometimes known as the cosmic mother. So you might want to use myrrh. Now, please take caution when using myrrh if you have any sort of Um, bleeding issues. If you're on blood thinners, if you're going to be um, undergoing any sort of surgery or if you have two weeks uh, leading up to the surgery or two weeks out, avoid myrrh. It's a powerful blood thinner. So we don't want to use this if we are um, dealing with any of those things. So some of you know, some of you may not know, I have hemophilia. I have hemophilia A, which is a genetic blood clotting disorder where my blood isn't clot appropriately. Now, I would say things have changed lately. My blood clotting levels have been pretty normal over the past few years. Thankfully, I feel like I've really kind of epigenetically worked on that however I'm still cautious with things so I'm not going to be ignorant about things thinking that I'm totally cool and fine and can use some blood thinning oil so I would just smell myrrh if you maybe just want to smell that scent it kind of smells like leather or the earth itself um, but myrrh is the oil of the mother it can really help you comfort any sort of mothering things or mother related things that you have going on right now now if you use myrrh by the way sometimes it really crisp crystallizes um it oxidizes and crystallizes the lid it can be hard to get off so once you get the lid off you can run it under warm water once you get the lid off put some coconut oil in there or some sort of um carrier oil before you put the lid back on and then it'll be a little bit easier to get off so see this unscrews really good but you can see all of that crystallization on the bottle yeah so it's not sticking because I've had some uh, coconut oil thrown in there okay the other oil that I would suggest super accessible oil because myrrh is a little pricey peppermint you can usually get peppermint um, for about twenty thirty dollars peppermint is the oil of buoyancy, and remember that this moon is a watery moon, so we're going to be feeling things in our watery emotions, but we might also need to bubble some things up to the surface, some things that are stuck, so peppermint's a great one to do. Again, peppermint's a really strong oil. I would not use either one of these oils for any children under the age of uh, six, Um, maybe not even I mean, yeah, really six or less. I would I would be really cautious with that. Um, but peppermint you can smell. and You can mix it with other things, so you could do peppermint and lemon in your diffuser, or peppermint and lavender, which is a really nice smell. So there's other things that you can mix with peppermint to um, dilute its potency. But I wouldn't use peppermint uh, directly around children just like on its own. I also always say take caution when you're using peppermint topically. If you've had it on your fingers or if you've even touched the lid, if there's some residual oil there, don't touch your eyes um, because it's very, Very potent. (laughs) It's gonna feel like a hot cold sensation. Same thing with any other mucosal membranes. You'd want to be careful with that. But peppermint, you can use that to bring things up to the surface and allow things to flow a little bit better. Um, Same thing with your digestion. If you've got some things bundled up in your stomach, you could actually make some peppermint tea, just like a drop or two in some a nice hot um, cup of hot water, or you could dilute this and rub it around your tummy, and it could unlock any of those knots in. The stomach and help get things flowing as well. Okay, moving on to the energy of the fifth element, which I already mentioned, it's the ether. So we have these smudgy materials, we have these crystals, all of this is earth. We combined that smudging material with fire to create the air and the smoke. We lightened up the energy with our eagle feathers. We fan that smoke out to purify. We brought in the concept of water through our essential oils and through just bringing in water into our own internal bodies. And we have the ether where we're connecting. And the ether is the fifth element withstand space and time. It's such a magical place to connect and it's one that I love to connect in because, you know, People will continue to tune in in the future, and the energy is still relevant and still just as powerful. And in fact, the more people that tune into this transmission in the future, the more people that tune into the recording, the more powerful the energy of the recording becomes. So I welcome you into this ether space. And, you know, I've been doing these circles for off and on for about five years, but really consistently over the past two and a half years or so. And it's just a joy to be able to do it for free and to be able to teach you a little bit about the moon and, you know, kind of what's going on in the cosmos and what's going on in the energy. So yeah, I'm just excited that we can connect in this ether space and we're still able to continue to connect here after five so or so years together. It's crazy to think about. I'm sorry, this um, smudging smoke is really... It's making my nose itch tonight, or maybe it's because the window's open and i got some allergies going on. I can feel myself kind of talking out of my nose for a moment. But yeah, welcome you into the circle. We are going to also call on the guides and guardians of the five directions. So just enhancing the energy of these elements we've already brought in. I'm going to bring in the power of the eagle feather tonight. I'm going to be bringing that eagle feather up and around In a clockwise direction, inviting in the guides and guardians. I'm going to take a deep breath. Feel free to join me in this prayer. Starting by thanking the guides and guardians of the East for being in our circle tonight with their element of air. Fresh breaths, symbolizing new beginnings, purifying us in and out, bringing a new prana, new life force energy to help charge us up and move forward throughout these next six months of 2022. We also thank the air for drying out any feelings that need to come to the surface right now under this cancer moon. We thank the guides and guardians of the element of air and the direction of east for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, transformative energy, but also the fire of maybe rage or frustration, or maybe it's a fire of drive and willpower. There's a lot of different fires that can burn right now, and many of them are showing up right now as Mars is in Aries, really fanning the flames and maybe even igniting them as Aries is the initiator of fire. So, you know, we invite in the fire, but we also invite in a way to channel it, to burn away what no longer serves and to set ourselves on fire for the passions of whatever change that we're ready to make or want to see. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in... The Guides and Guardians of the West with their element of water. We are in a watery moon. Cancer moon representing water energy. First water sign of the zodiac. Cosmic crab. and Also the cosmic mother. The womb, the child, the waters of the womb space. The waters of creation. The waters of just feeling, emotion itself energy in motion it can be our feeling it can be our creative processes and we also know that this moon is in ardra nakshatra represented by the energy of rudra ruling over the energy of a teardrop the energy of a raindrop the energy of rudra's tears of grief and frustration we invite in all forms of water into our circle tonight And we connect to whatever form of water that best helps us to release and undam anything that no longer needs to be blocked up and also any sort of water that helps us to go with more of a flow. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in The Guides and Guardians of the North with their element of Earth, all of these earthly elements we've already brought into our circle, and just the earthly human experience itself, we're feeling it so strongly right now with this new supermoon, feeling the connection to Earth's gravity, but also maybe a connection to our ancestors as we think about our mother or our parents with this Cancerian influence. We think about our ancestral lineage, our bloodline, anything that we want to heal, anything that we don't want to pass on to our children or our next generations or the people that we're influencing that are younger than us. We ask our ancestors for wisdom and for guidance. And we thank the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth for being here tonight in our circle. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the ether, the fifth element, the spirit realm, that other place where the Akash resides all that ever was, all that will ever be. We call on the guides and guardians that reside in cosmic spaces. We call in archangels, angels, deities, outer planetary influences. Cosmic Source Consciousness, Source Energy, Source Creation, we invite it all in to our circle tonight as we thank the guides and guardians of the ether and the fifth element for being in our circle tonight. Hmm, And so it is. Welcome in. Let's talk a little bit more about the moon. I already mentioned new moon energy, how the moon's positioned, how it affects gravity, how that affects our energy and our emotions. I've also talked a little bit about cancer, cancer season. Cancer is the energy of the cosmic crab and the cosmic parent and the cosmic mother womb and child. So, let's go back to why we're in a cancer moon. Well, every sun season is in a different sign, right? Every um, month, we have a different zodiac sign influencing things, different zodiac months, not necessarily calendar months, not necessarily going to align that way. But we've been in the energy of Cancer since June 21st, and we'll be in this energy until July 22nd, and then we'll shift into Leo season. So because the moon, remember, is on the same side as the sun, we're all aligned with the earth together, the earth is going to be influenced by that same energy, so will the moon. The moon is in the sign of cancer because we're in the sun sign of cancer. So let's go back to that concept of the crab. The crab is mushy. There's water on the inside, there's mushiness on the inside, but there is a hard protective shell on the outside and some pinchy claws for protection, right? It's all for protection, really. Because the crab can't just be mush all the time. Kind of has to pull back its reins. Kind of has to manage its emotions to protect itself. So it doesn't spill over or spill out. You know, when the mush starts to become too much, the crab molts its shell. When it outgrows its spaces, it outgrows its... Um, you know it's it's frequency it's evolution it molts its shell and grows a new one and it grows it from the inside out without spilling any of that extra mush or water and we can learn from that right now you know we are halfway through the year we have moved into summer we're not in spring we're not in winter we're not in the darkness we're not in that you know phase of being a hermit we're allowed to kind of grow and move into our next evolution. And there's a lot of feelings that can happen with that, right? You know, if the crab, if the, you know, think about a crab that's been injured, right? Maybe a crab where its shell has been pierced, so there's some trauma there. A little bit of that mush spills out, a little bit of that water, those guts spill out. And maybe the crab survives, but the crab is going to suffer and there's going to be some pain. And eventually it will mend up the shell or do its best to until it can outgrow that situation and move on to the next one. But until it does, it's going to be a rough time. It's no different for us when we're going through growth, when we're going through change, when we're overloaded with our emotions or maybe we just empathize and we're so sensitive and we're just feeling so much that it's too much that eventually we have to bust out of that shell and be somebody different because we can no longer bottle it up inside right those messages in a bottle they are eventually read they are eventually found they are eventually seen and so are you so embrace the energy of the cosmic crab Know when to protect yourself, know how to manage your emotions and manage your mush and manage your energy, but know when it's time to grow out of that or grow into a different version of yourself where you can, you know, be more open for the mush and the water to flow and not feel like you have to be pinching out all the time or putting up a protective stance that you can just let your guard down and be as you are and go with the flow of the tide. Now, we can also think about the energy of the cosmic mother or the cosmic parent right now. You know, we can we can always plant seeds with a new moon and we can certainly plant seeds right now as we've just shifted into a new season. So you can always think about things seasonally, like what do you want to plant this season and harvest before fall or by fall? But it's not always a time to be necessarily planting a lot of seeds it's a time to nurture what you've already planted so this cancer new moon is asking us to look at our goals that we set back at the beginning of the year beginning of the lunar new year perhaps because cancer is ruled by the moon maybe we're being asked to reflect on intentions that we set maybe just a week ago with summer solstice or maybe back in the springtime with vernal equinox, the first day of spring. Look back and reflect right now. You know, take a little pause. The new moon is a time of darkness. You know, we can't see any light right now. And that makes us want to retreat back into our internal spaces. And it's a great time to be reflecting and slowing down and really thinking about what we want to continue to nurture. And we don't have to nurture everything. There are things that we can also let go and just recycle back into the earth for whatever serves a higher purpose, right? So use this Cancer New Moon to nurture whatever you are ready to continue to grow over this season of summer and over the rest of the year. The waters of this Cancer moon, this moon being the first, you know, water sign of the Zodiac, Cancer is the first water sign of the Zodiac, so we're being initiated into a lot of water right now. We feel that on the collective. We're feeling a lot of emotion right now for various reasons. There's a lot of challenges going on right now. We also feel the waters of sweat as our hard work and perseverance pays off as we you know, work on ourselves and go through that sweat of, you know, the hard work as we tend to our gardens, both physically and energetically, spiritually. A lot of sweat involved there. And, and it's hot, it's summertime. So we're sweating, right? Salty water. But also the salt water of tears, we're connecting to that right now as well, because there's going to be some grief with that loss of what you are letting go. You know what? Have you made the decision to just strictly release and say, you know what? It's not my time to work on this right now. And if I keep putting my energy there, it's just going to take my time and energy away from the other things that are growing and flourishing and things that I really want to see, you know, fruits from soon. We have to make the decision to let go, and that's not always easy. So, you know, permission to feel grief right now as you reflect on all that you are losing as we move forward into a new lunar cycle and a new season. Now, we can also think about mother energy as a time to mother ourselves, mother our dreams, mother our wounds. You know, maybe you have mother wounds. I certainly do. This is a good time to work on that. Parental wounds. Um, Anything ancestrally as well. So if you're looking to heal things in your bloodline that you don't want to pass on to your child or to your children or to, you know, anybody younger that you influence because, again, this is the um, moon of the mother, the womb, and the child, cancer energy. It's time to heal that. It's time to fix those things. It's time to, you know, really make the decision that you don't want to carry those things forward. And, again, sometimes when we do that, we lose facets of ourselves. We lose pieces of ourselves, when we decide that we want to do things differently from previous generations, sometimes that causes strain with actual relationships with our family. And all of that, of course, is emotional and can bring on tears. It can bring on water energy. And it's okay to cry about it. It's okay to be mad about it. It's okay to be frustrated about it. It's basically okay to feel whatever feeling comes through during this new moon, Because whatever it is, it needs to come out. There's no use keeping it inside. It'll only fester. It'll become toxic and it'll block your energetic flow. So let out how you're feeling. Maybe it's just in a private space when you're doing it. But let yourself really feel how you feel and allow it all to flow. Now you don't have to cry. You know, I always talk about crying because I think that crying is a space of vulnerability that we don't go to enough. And this cancer new moon can really bring you there. This cancer season can really bring you there. I certainly know um, just a few days ago, I was shedding a lot of tears and I also had a lot of rage and a lot of frustration. And so it was a combination of sadness and grief and loss and frustration and rage all at once coming out as tears, but also came out as a little bit of sacred rage screaming as well. we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But, you know, you can express your feelings however you need to because you're going to feel better on the other side. And if it's not crying or maybe you're not sure how to express yourself, maybe journaling is the way to go. So Venus, Venus, the planet of the feminine, the planet of... Your sacral chakra, where your womb space resides. Again, Moon is in Cancer, the sign of the womb, but also, you know, thinking about Venus currently being in a space of Gemini, Gemini being the sign of communication and a sign that really likes to write. So, channel your womb energy, channel the waters of these spaces, the waters of your energy, nurture yourself with that feminine energy, and write out how you feel. To start with the journal prompt, I feel, and let it all go. In fact, you know, I was trying to figure out what to do for a practice tonight. I always let it kind of come on me spontaneously, and this is what I'm feeling like we need to do right now. So I'm going to take a little pause. If you have something to write with, if you have pen and paper, grab it now. Maybe you just have your phone where you can like text or your computer next to you with a little notepad that you can write on. But I think it would serve us to do a little um, free thinking and free writing if you have the ability. I'm going to grab a drink of water while you prepare for that, and then we'll move forward. I personally love journaling, by the way, because it's like my own little home space for my thoughts (laughs) and my words and the conversations I want to have, and I kind of can just like have this little space to like write it all out and read it and see how it sounds and see how it feels. Maybe I read it out loud or whatever it may be. So let me clear my throat. <coughs> Sign of communication and expression coming in. Got to clear my throat chakra. We're going to close our eyes if you can safely. If not, leave them open, but just come into a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Let's do one more. A little bit of sound on that exhale. You can write this out, or you can think it in your mind, or you can say it out loud. I feel fill in the blank. Or maybe right now, in this moment, I feel fill in the blank. A burning sensation in my tummy. A little bit of indigestion. <laughs> had some red pepper flakes with my dinner tonight. Maybe it's physical things that you're feeling at first, but now as I start to feel it, I feel a little nauseous. Hmm. And the more I breathe into my belly, I feel a need to kind of release from the bellows of my belly. Maybe do some bellows howling later. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling trapped. I'm feeling limited. I'm feeling held backwards. I'm feeling like I'm going back in time. I'm feeling a need to break free. I'm feeling challenged. I'm feeling a little rigid despite all the watery energy. I'm feeling kind of locked up. I'm feeling authentic. I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling honest. I'm feeling Protective and very guarded right now. You keep going with your own feelings. How do you feel? Write it down, think about it, say it out loud. Maybe you just say it out loud, no matter if anybody hears it or not. Just let yourself speak it, let yourself be heard, say it. Take time. I feel. Fill in the blank. Feel a little better now that I said those things out loud. I feel the need to release tension in my shoulders and breathe a little deeper into my belly. While I still feel a little bit of that burning fire, that indigestion, I'm feeling the nausea start to tame. I'm feeling a little, I don't know, kind of confused about that nausea, kind of wondering where it's coming from, perplexed. How do you feel? Just take a few more moments to write it out, think it out, say it out. How do you feel on all levels? Maybe take one or two more deep breaths. If you're writing, put your writing utensil down. Otherwise, if you can, bring hands together at the heart. Take a deep breath into your hands and through your heart exhale completely soften relax your hands blink your eyes open welcome back hopefully you feel a little different feel a little better after just letting everything flow freely right it only took a few minutes i think we did three minutes there but fun fact it takes about two and a half three minutes for you to really drop out of your mind drop out of your logical mind kind of drop out of any limitations on your mind and it puts you into a more um, zen-like space where you can really tap into your inner consciousness and your inner psyche and what your true inner spirit really needs so you know when you're saying these things about how you feel how you feel how you feel or you're writing it down you know maybe reflect on that after this moon circle and see if there's any way that you can adjust some of those ways that you feel And, um, especially if they're low frequency, but just no matter where you are, see if you can, um, vibrate and feel a little better and vibrate a little higher and, you know, ask yourself what it takes to get there. You know, is it nurturing yourself? Is it self-care? Is it taking time alone? Is it taking time for sacred rage? Is it taking time to journal a little bit more? Um, maybe you need to meditate and be with your thoughts. Find ways to really nurture yourself so that you really get everything out on how you fully feel. So I want to move on to Vedic astrology, the Vedic astrology of this moon. And while I'm no expert in Vedic astrology, I just find it interesting. It tends to align with the Western side of things. Um, Actually, I traveled to India about four and a half years ago and was exposed to this side of astrology and it was brand new to me. I'd always um, dabbled with astrology in the West and had been really... um, kind of a professional astrologer for a few years as I went to India. So I was fascinated with this other view of the stars and the cosmos. So I always like to bring it into our moon circles just for a little bit of perspective and to give you a different point of view of what's going on with this moon. So in Vedic astrology, this moon is in the lunar mansion of Ardra Nakshatra. And Ardra is the star of storms. So we still have this water energy coming in, and we can think about, you know, it's hurricane season right now. I do know locally, um, just from some, well not locally, but from some personal clients of mine, I know that like Trinidad and Tobago are um maybe getting hit with some pretty heavy rain right now. And actually in India in the east, it's a time when the monsoon season starts. So this moon is the kickoff point for the monsoon season starting. So there are a lot of storms and you might be experiencing, you know, storms wherever you are as well over the next couple of days. And remember that, you know, we're in a super moon, which means the moon is in a closer proximity to earth than normal actually the closest it can possibly get and that really can affect the tides and affect water and affect our atmosphere Um, while we feel a new moon or a full moon about two to three days before and after we feel super moons about five days before and after so if today or tomorrow you're like oh sunshine it hasn't stormed it hasn't rained and then all of a sudden, day three or four after this moon, you see something happen, or more towards the end of the week or the weekend, well, you know that it's just that super moon and kind of the aftershock effect of whatever is going on there. So, you know, Ardra Nakshatra, this star of storms, is a place of awakening. It's ruled by Rudra and Rudra is an incarnation of Shiva, the god of destruction. And I just kind of want to tell this story really quick. So there's a story about Lord Shiva and his lover and romantic partner um, and, and, you know, really kind of his other half, his, maybe his twin flame Sati. And, you know, they're in love and Sati's father holds this important um, fire ceremony and doesn't invite Lord Shiva, does not invite his daughter's partner, does not invite Sati's partner. And Sati really sees this as a form of disrespect and she's really hurt that her father won't accept her partner and won't accept Shiva and won't like just see him for who he is. He just, you know, Her father has all these misconceptions about him or he has, you know, he has his own um, picture in his mind based on stereotyping or hearsay. And from that, he makes judgments and he decides that he will not invite Lord Shiva to the fire ceremony. And he invites his daughter. He says, Sati, you can come, but Shiva cannot come. And so Sati is so you know, frustrated with this and so hurt and so put off by it that when the fire ceremony comes, she actually goes and runs and throws herself into the fire and, you know, sacrifices her life because she does not want to carry on with that form of disrespect with, you know, her her own father not even seeing her partner for who he is. So, Sati, you know, she takes her life. Lord Shiva hears about it. Lord Shiva is stricken with grief, rage, frustration, confusion, just so many emotions, so many storms that out of his third eye <laughs> comes this, um, well, it, sometimes it's out of the third eye of Brahma as well, but there is this incarnation of Rudra that comes. And Rudra translates as the howler. So Rudra is going all over the earth just howling and sobbing and crying. And there are these huge teardrops falling down to the earth. By the way, Ardra Nakshatra, this star of storms, it's represented by a raindrop, but also a teardrop, okay? So we have these tears of Rudra or tears of Shiva hitting the earth and wherever they're hitting the earth they're kind of causing floods and destruction and storms but then also there are rude ruksha trees that will soon blossom out of this and it hasn't happened yet right now we just have all of this water and all of these storms and this chaos and you know rudra also strikes down these lightning bolts kind of like zeus he's like you know, throwing these lightning bolts of awakening, like why can't anybody like see how ridiculous this is that 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 his lover had to go commit herself, um, commit suicide into the fire, you know, because her father just won't accept him. And, you know, so these are lightning bolts of awakening that are coming in. And then all of a sudden, you know, Rudra finds peace. And how does he find peace? He is given a name by the gods. Because as Rudra, he is not named yet. In his incarnation, he is not named yet. He is just in grief. He is just this energy flowing and he can't even put a name on it. He doesn't know if he's sad or mad or angry or depressed or frustrated or whatever it is. Maybe there is no title for it. But then all of a sudden, he is given a name and he is seen for who he is. And he is accepted for who he is, destructive and all, chaos and all, mess and all. And he is embraced for who he is. And because of that, he calms down. He finds peace. He feels as if people are empathizing with him and hearing his message. And hearing him and and he no longer feels like he has to hide himself behind such destructive energy, such energy that doesn't serve. And so it's a long story, but we are in this energy now of being seen and heard, needing to be seen and heard. And we see that right now in social media, you know, everybody's out there here I am too, myself included, on these platforms, trying to be seen and heard, trying to get my message across. And you know what? I have to say in my own journey in India, when I was given my spiritual name, Veena Lene, Vina, um, it really helped me to embrace some of my gifts and embrace who I was. And when I really came up with entitling myself to hold the name Vina Lene and actually like Learning to call myself that, that also helped me to really embrace my authenticity and be who I am. You know, I'm showing up to you now. N- n- no big deal for people that do wear makeup, but I don't have any makeup on. This is my naked face. Um, this is my raw throat from screaming, rage screaming two days ago. Um, you know, I'm here in my comfy clothes in my office where we're remodeling the wall and things are crazy, but you know here I am and here you are still tuning into me and you're seeing me or maybe you're listening to the audio recording and you're hearing me no matter my scratchy throat or the quality of the audio. You know, everything um, is seen and heard and, and that message getting across brings me so much peace. So, you know, Find your safe spaces. Maybe it is just your journal holding space for you to write how you feel. Maybe you do have your mother or a parent or some other caretaker that you can go be with or a mother figure or parent figure that you can go talk to right now and really get out how you feel. You know, maybe you have somebody else that you trust that can hold safe space for you or maybe you just create it yourself and you just sit in a space of meditation or, you know, your own personal con. conversation out loud you can have conversation out loud in silence sometimes that can be really interesting to do but it is a time for you to be more authentic in who you are and how you feel and no longer um, feel like you have to hide those facets of yourself or you know not feel all parts of your emotional spectrum even if you can't put a label on it I gotta get a drink of water here and nourish my throat chakra goodness We are getting close to this hour too. So hopefully I will be able to end in the next 10 minutes as promised. So, you know, we have this energy of Rudra. We have the energy of Ardra, the star of storms, the god of the storms, um, you know, this deep love. And by the way, when Rudra was given his name and he found more peace and he calmed his storms and everything started to dry out again, the Rudraksha trees grew from the places where his tears fell. And so that's what these Rudraksha beads represent. They represent that deep release, but also the deep um, transformation that can happen, or maybe what can grow out of the nourishment of the waters that you allow yourself to release. So that's why I invite you into using Rudraksha beads tonight with this moon or with this lunar energy. Um, But we also have, you know, on the western side of the world, back to the tropical zodiac, we have cancer, and we have the sign of the parent, and the sign of the child, and the sign of the womb, and it is a time to nurture our inner child, be more childlike, be more playful, be more lighthearted about things, but also allow yourself to have those temper tantrums, allow yourself to really feel and express and, you know, act out in sacred rage punch a pillow, throw a pillow, scream into a pillow, um, go scream wherever you can. If you need to, you know, going back to the Eastern side of the world, Rudra being the howler who, you know, had no qualms about just roaming the earth, howling and sobbing. And, you know, the other day I had no qualms. I was by myself in my home and I was cleaning and I was Um, rage cleaning because that's how I frustrate my energy and I was feeling a lot of rage and frustration and finally I just said nope not gonna lock this in and I just screamed and howled and roared and raged in my throat chakra and it made me feel so much better on the other side so permission to express your feelings however you need to but also expressing through your throat chakra whether that be through talking about it or through howling and yelling and raging about it you have permission for that as well and then also knowing just how to manage your emotions you know when things become overwhelming do you grow out of that Be, do you become um you know do you find a new shell that you grow to protect yourself but also still allow you to move your energy around and feel your feelings. These are all analogies, of course, but they're all examples of how this new moon can really help us to heal, can help us to find our creative energy, and also help us to really channel all of this stuff that's coming up so that we use it for the good. You know, if we're frustrated about something, it's because it's not going our way. So if we want things to go our way, we have to channel our energy into making that change happen and we have to do it in an effective and positive way in a way where our message will be seen and heard. Do you understand how this is all coming into play now? So find a way for yourself to be seen and heard in a positive light so that you get your message through and so that true change can happen and you no longer have to feel the way that you feel about these issues now. (sighs) that is a lot to be said about that. (laughs) So let's bring in the tarot. I always do a tarot reading before um, I end our circles, just to let you know kind of a different perspective on what's coming through. I do believe that the cards don't lie, and I believe that they give us a different way of seeing what's going on right now. Oh, got a little, got a little, ran out there for a moment, but I'm back. Okay, so we're gonna move into the tarot reading. I was just saying, I do a tarot pull every um, moon circle just to give you a different. You know different form of guidance a different message if anything needs to come through there i already have a um, written version of this reading on my website and also a little written version of this moon and what's going on on my website so if you go to venalenae.com you can read about everything there but then also i might have some different things come through when i do these transmissions or when i um talk about the cards so that's what i'm going to do now i'm going to talk about the three cards that i pulled for this moon but 1st going to take a deep breath And in new moon energy, new moon vibrations, we're going to slow it down. And I always like to take a moment to call on the cards to offer us whatever messages we need to hear, see, feel, take in, and receive. We thank the cards for being in our circle tonight. Another form of earth element, but also a little bit of that element of the ether so we allow the cards to speak to us in whatever way they need to because we know the cards do not lie so for our sorry we have a past present and future card for the past card it's interesting i pulled wheel of Fortune! I always say it that way. (laughs) If you go back to the last moon circle with the full moon in Sagittarius, that strawberry moon, this was pulled for our future card. And I did say it like that, by the way. Um, But now we're pulling it for our past card. Well, okay, like what's the message there? Well, we're at a chance to begin again, 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 right? It's a new moon. It's the first new moon of summer. We're halfway through the year. It's a new season. There's a lot of potential to shift our karma and to shift our evolution and to shift our energy. But we've got to decide if we want to do that, right? It's also interesting because we have Jupiter on this card. And Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion. And, you know, with this being pulled as our past card, maybe we're being asked to look back at that past full moon, the one we just had in Sagittarius, which is ruled by Jupiter. Sagittarius is the sign of growth, joy, positivity, expansion, fortune, luck, abundance, jupiter is that planet as well so go back over the past two weeks and look at what came up under the full moon is it still coming up now or have new issues come up since the full moon up to now you know what is coming up that might seem a little bit like deja vu do you have the same experiences coming up again the same opportunities just the same interactions all of that is coming up for you to decide if you want it to keep coming up round and round and round again again and again right or if you are ready to learn a new lesson and again when you shift up into that new evolution it's like a vortex we're still spinning around and around and again even though we decide to learn something new we're going to have to learn that lesson over and over again until we decide to pick again something else new. So give yourself credit, give yourself grace for where you are, for what's coming up, and you know embrace the fact that you have free will to decide where you go from here. Do you want to continue to go through life the same way? That's okay if you do, if you're cool where you are, or are you ready for a new challenge? Are you ready for a new lesson? It's all up to you. For our present card, I pulled the Queen of Pentacles, and the Queen of Pentacles is all about philanthropy. It's all about giving in order to receive, giving back and receiving tenfold, and also giving a little bit to yourself. Notice this orange that the Queen of Pentacles is wearing. This is representing our sacral chakra. This is where we hold the energies of self-worth, of pleasure, of the things that bring us joy, like our hobbies and personal interests. And so the Queen of Pentacles knows that she has to nurture all of those things that make her feel good, and she also has to nurture her feelings themselves, the feelings and the emotions in her sacral chakra. And by tending to herself, mothering herself, and really tapping into her creative flow, she finds more abundance. I also think it's interesting that we're pulling this right now considering we're in a Cancerian moon. The energy of the mother. The energy of a moon that is ruled by the moon. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So very moony moon right now. Very moony card. Now also thinking about that mother archetype. That mother energy. It is time to give to the causes where we want to see change for the greater good for positivity so if you've been wanting to give your time your energy physical money whatever it is it is time to give that out and trust that it will come back i just think it's funny right now because in my own personal experience i was reflecting this morning after i pulled this card and i thought to myself How is this happening in my own life or how can I continue to allow it to happen? Well, it's funny. Tomorrow I have a donation-based class. Monday I had a free class. Saturday I had a free class. I'm doing this free moon circle. Um, Last week I did a couple of free classes as well. Um, I've been giving away more free offerings over the past few weeks than I usually do. And ironically, I've had more money come in than usual as well. (laughs) So you can see that the more that you give, and it doesn't have to be your money. It can be your time. It can be your service. It can be a listening ear to somebody. It can be a smile. But the more that you give, 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 the more that you will receive. Now let's flip it for just a moment. You also have to give to yourself because you cannot pour From an empty cup, right? We know the saying, but it's true. So you do have to shower yourself with a little bit of this energy that you're trying to give to others. So, you know, take care of yourself, rest, nurture your energy, and then you're going to feel more charged up, handle your emotions. You'll feel more stable and ready to channel your energy and go after these causes that are really driving you and fueling you right now. Now for our future card, I pulled the eight of wands reversed. And anytime we receive a card in reverse, it's going to flip the energy a little bit, put it to more of a protective stance. So normally the eight of wands, wands are about emotional alchemy, they're about magic, they're about co-creation. Anytime we have the number eight, it's about energy being like given out and 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 returned. It's kind of this karmic loop of. Giving and receiving it can be great partnerships or just great, like, you know, a, a positive return on the philanthropy again. But when we have reversed Eight of Wands, this is about protecting yourself, slowing down a little bit, taking more caution, listening and following your heart, you know, paying attention to what just doesn't feel right or what you quite can't breathe into, you know, those are the things that you maybe don't want to move forward with. And, you know, this is pulled as our future card. So I think this is about decision making, you know, whether things play out over this next season of summer or over the rest of the year or whatever it may be. But as you start to navigate the next few months, you're going to have to decide, you know, where you put your energy and what moves forward and what doesn't. This eight of wands in reverse is also saying that now is maybe not the best time to go into partnerships with people. Partially because, you know, we're in summertime. Everybody's at their like loudest, brightest, lightest, and that might not always be consistent. It's also a time when people tend to be more showy or out there. Again, that might not be authentic or it not um, may not be consistent. It's also not a time to partner up with people because We're not quite sure where we are right now. You know, we're halfway through the year and we have ideas, but we need to be really certain and trusting in the people that we want to, you know, give that information to or, you know, put our name with. You know, a lot of this energy of this moon is about the concept of the name. Okay. So the mother naming her child, maybe even naming the child while they're in the womb. Um, the mother naming the child that never makes it out of the womb, right? Like There's that energy um, of that grief and that loss as well. These things might rise to the surface right now with this moon. But also that name of like Rudra getting his name and finding more peace. You know, we need to make sure that we have people in our lives that really see us for who we are and want to bond and unite with us and partner with us as we are. And they don't want to change us or don't have some expectation of us that we can't meet. So, you know, over over the next few weeks or over the next six months, you know, over this near future, pay attention to the partnerships and the bonds that you're forming. And also any way that you might need to pull back the reins a little bit and protect your energy when it comes to how you're trying to create and um, also create abundance and finance. Hmm. that's what I have for you tonight moon brothers and moon sisters we did our practice talking about our feelings hopefully that helped you bring some things out we talked about the elements to use with this circle talked about what a new moon's all about and a super moon and why it's in cancer and what that's all about and vedic astrology I I think I'm good right up on the hour doing good (laughs) Sticking to my word. That's another good thing to do. So, if you have any wounds, you know, really work with them. Really work with your parental wounds right now. Or maybe there's some behavioral patterns that you don't want to pass forward. Or maybe there's some karmic things that you're ready to shift right now. You know, this is a time of beginning again. We always have that opportunity with the new moon to begin again. So, embrace this opportunity to change and be able to move forward from here. So, I am going to seal our circle. I will release the guides and guardians of the five elements. Um, We'll talk just briefly about the next time that we will meet, and then we will be done for the evening. So I'm going to take my eagle feather up now in a counterclockwise direction, releasing energy, releasing the guides and guardians, starting with guides and guardians of the fifth element. The spirit realm, the ether, we thank you for being here tonight with your Akashic records, with your cosmic consciousness, and with your influences to think about more than just ourselves. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element with their ether As we release them from our circle tonight. Thank you. We also release the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth. Bringing in that concept of generational and ancestral wisdom. You know, even if we have something in our bloodline that disappoints us. If we have a behavior of a past relative that disappoints us. And maybe we knew them in this lifetime. Maybe we did not. we can still gain wisdom from that because we know that we want to change moving forward, not doing the same thing. And so, you know, we thank our ancestors for their wisdom and we thank all of the elements of earth that are magical and help us to enhance our energies and things like our moon circles. We thank the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth for being in our circle tonight and we release you now. Thank you. We also release the guys and guardians of the West with their element of water. Hopefully we will dry out soon. But for now, we embrace these waters that flow within us and around us. And we also invite in the free will to choose to go with the flow no matter what storm is pouring down. I pause to honor the yoga class and meditation i led it. pride just a few days ago in the rain <laughs> letting the rain wash over us and purify us and so we thank the water for being in our circle tonight we release the guides and guardians of the west thank you thank you thank you we also release the guides and guardians of the south with their element of fire Maybe those fires of rage or frustration or jealousy or just, you know, anger that no longer serve. We can release them now with this moon. We can choose to change. We can choose to rise. We can choose to vibrate higher. We can choose to be positive. It's not always easy and we admit that. But we embrace the fires and we also embrace our ability to move the fire into a drive. To show up to ourselves and the causes that we want to change as we move forward. And we thank the guides and guardians of the element of fire and the direction of west as we release you from our circle tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And finally, we release the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air. Just as easy as it is to exhale. We release any energy that no longer serves. We thank the guides and guardians of the East for the opportunity to begin again with this new moon and with this new season of summer. We also release springtime. What we've already planted, we know that some things will continue to grow and we will nourish them with our breath and with our focus and our attention. And Other things we will have to just breathe away. And maybe sob a little bit over with the grief, but nonetheless, we will let go. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air and how it serves us tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hmm. With that, our circle is sealed right at about an hour, an hour five, (laughs) and did good, 65 minutes tonight. So, if you want to tune into the recording, I will have this on the Follow Your Path podcast. You can look up uh, Vina Linnae or Follow Your Path. It is easier to look up Vina Linnae. I am on um, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. So, you can look me up there. Um, I will also have this recording up on YouTube on the Vina Linnae podcast. YouTube channel for now, but some changes are happening to my YouTube as well. So some of you may or may not know, I have two YouTube channels. One of them is my yoga channel, my Mother Moon yoga channel. The other is Vina Linnae. However, I'm starting to wonder if it would be better to come home into one space, the Mother Moon yoga page where everything is already kind of about the moon and I'm already on my Vina Linnae page sharing things Crossover from my YouTube on my Mother Moon Yoga, and yeah, it's just kind of complicated. Um, so by the new moon in Leo, our next new moon, the recordings of these Moon Circles will be on the Mother Moon Yoga YouTube channel. But for now, you you can get that on the Vena Liné page over the next two weeks, the Vina Linne channel, sorry, and also my Vina Linne website. That's where I was going. So if you go to my Website, venalenee.com. You can also tune into the recording of this moon circle. It should be up no later than tomorrow morning. We will meet again for the full supermoon in Capricorn. And I'm looking forward to that moon. It is a time to release old structures and old ways and kind of release some of these concepts of the Capricornian age. Um, We will be meeting on July 13th for that. Um, We are going to be meeting on a, I believe it's a Wednesday. Yes, I'm just going to trust it's a Wednesday, uh, July 13th. And we are going to meet at 8 p.m. because it's summertime. So we're meeting a little later in the evening. So we'll meet at 8 p.m. Central Time on the Vina Linae Facebook page if you want to tune in live on July 13th to talk all about that full supermoon in Capricorn. And of course, you can catch the recordings on that too. So I just want to thank you for being here tonight or thank you for tuning in to the recording. I hope you have a blessed new moon. I hope that you embrace this Cancerian energy to serve you in the most positive way for your growth and your expansion. I'm looking sorry somebody just popped up I was just reading the message there um I just I thank you so much for being here I look forward to you know holding space for you to see you to hear you if you are here in my spaces I do see you I hear you if you're commenting on these transmissions even if it's the replays I see those comments I hear you I try to respond no matter where you are if you put down comments I hear you and I try to respond this is a Space where you can be vulnerable, where you can be authentic, and where you can be seen and heard. And I am so grateful to be able to hold space for that. With that being said, as we move forward, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all feel safe. May we all know peace. May we all continue to grow and change. May we all feel loved. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be, and namaste. Do you have a desire to learn more about the moon? Do you want to know how the moon affects your energy? I have the perfect free event just for you. I made the Moon Magic Masterclass as a way to introduce the basic lunar phases of the moon, the new moon, the half moon, and the full moon, to others that were just starting to dive in to learning more about lunar energy. This is for somebody that might know nothing about the moon at all, or maybe you were like me and you just knew that the full moon made people crazy and you needed to learn more. This three-part masterclass will help you develop a foundational level of knowledge around the moon and give you the basics of what you need to know in case you want to dive in deeper and learn more. This three-part masterclass will cover the new moon, the half moon, and the full moon, and will help you to understand how the moon moves through a complete lunar cycle and how your energy fluxes and flows along the way. I hope you'll join me for this free masterclass and develop the same love of the moon that I have. You can find out more at vinalinay.com slash freemoonmasterclass. That's vinalinay.com slash masterclass. Once you sign up, you'll be taken to some additional pages on my website and you'll receive an email with more information. You'll also receive part one of your three-part masterclass right away. I hope you enjoy learning more about the moon with me. Again, to sign up for this free class, it's venalenae.com slash free moon masterclass. I'll see you there. Does the full moon make you crazy and you want to understand more? Do you want to dive deeper into the lunar phases and how they affect your energy? Do you want to learn how to align with the moon and use it to reach your goals and manifest your dreams? If this is the case for you, I would highly suggest checking out my program, Moon Magic. This is an online program that takes you through a complete lunar cycle. So from new moon through the first quarter moon. Through the full moon and the last quarter moon, and it's going to explain how each of these lunar phases affects your energy. When you understand how lunar energy affects you, you also learn how to better align to stick to your habits and reach your goals. This is something that I have been doing for nearly a decade now, and I can tell you that working with the moon has fast tracked my ability to make my dreams come true. It also helped me to develop a deeper go with the flow feeling when it came to handling the outer world. Once I started to understand how lunar energy affected the collective, I started to understand that not everything was my fault. And I also didn't take things so personally when people reacted or acted in a certain way. Basically, when I learned to align myself with the moon and understand the different phases of lunar energy, I started to understand myself and my life. I also found a path to navigate this modern day world with more understanding and peace. So if you've been curious about more than just the full moon and why it makes people crazy, this is where you start. You'll go on this whole lunar cycle with me. And once you come through on the other side with a new new moon, I'm hoping that you will have gained the knowledge and wisdom you need to navigate this modern day world a little bit more effectively. To find out more about this program, you can go to veenalanay.com slash moon magic. That's veenalanay.com slash moon, M-A-G-I-C-K. That's magic with a K. And you can read more about the program there. You can read all about the program content, as well as my own personal journey with the moon. For tuning into this episode today, I'm going to give you a discount on the program. Listeners can receive 13% off by entering the code podcast moon at the checkout. That's 13% off for 13 moons in a moon calendar year. So if you want to save 13% on moon magic, go to com slash M-O-O-N-M-A-G-I-C-K and enter the code moon at checkout. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you every month, I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.